everybody. Welcome to the Francast. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. I'm really excited to be here to talk about three more episodes of our favorite show, The Nanny. And Larry is here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi, everybody. And how are you guys doing well? As well as can be expected in this crazy time. <laughs> yeah, I'm trucking along. <laughs> yeah. Even if everything else is shut down, we still have our, our DVDs now. So <laughs> Yes, thank goodness. <laughs> Yeah, we're now smack in the middle of season two, the uh, the uh, the nanny, and these are three I think pretty interesting episodes. One of the episodes that we're going to talk about today is is definitely a fan favorite, in the wine cellar, and uh, there were a lot of when I was looking, there were a lot of like uh, uh, memes and and images and gifts and stuff like that in this episode. <laughs> it's it's a favorite, and it's a pretty classic sitcom kind of trope story of uh the two characters who have nothing in common stuck together and are forced to deal with each other and uh so yes uh fran and cc uh get caught in the wine cellar <laughs> and uh, larry what do you overall think of this episode uh i thought it was really funny um yeah it is full of kind of like tropey stuff but overall I, I think they were there was enough there that it just it worked the jokes landed most of the time mm -hmm. what did you think of it colleen i like this one the best out of the three that we mm -hmm. viewed i thought it was very funny and the, the cellar part was the part in the wine cellar was so funny i just cracked up <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was really good i really like this episode and it starts out with uh with sylvia's surprise party her 50th birthday party and evidently she's had this same surprise party many times <laughs> and i i mean i completely agree with her though if if it's on a toothpick it's not fattening <laughs> i think i uh... if it have you ever seen the movie mermaids yes no and you've never seen it it's it, it's it's a pretty fun movie and yeah. in that movie share she she basically believes that anything with a toothpick is better and tastes better and she cooks <laughs> all appetizers all the time yeah. and i think that's the way to live <laughs> that's like rachel's life. motto of life yeah i agree because <laughs> just because i don't know i i love dips any kind of like dips are just so always so delicious and so whenever you have anything to dip it in and usually if you have something with like an appetizer you usually have dip and so i have some kind of sauce i love sauces and i love dips and so so <laughs> appetizers are, are just my gang i love to go to uh i'd love to go to trader joe's and just get like hummus and, and uh, different kinds of <laughs> oh, sauce. Now and, you got me like wanting no. some. Um, I know. Now spinach I'm and hungry. artichoke dip. Spinach and artichoke dip. That's Yum. what I want. <laughs> We'd like pita <laughs> chips. That's delicious. Yes. Yeah. Or even yeah, some yeah. like even some like chipotle <laughs> chips, which are very good with yeah. their queso. Have you said? Have you tried oh, the new? Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm hungry too. I'm going to be getting Thai food for dinner after this, by oh, the way. Oh, <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Fran uses Mr. Sheffield's prize uh, burgundy wine to make her sangria with equal sweetener. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious. 
Yes. And Niles is horrified. And uh, and uh, it's kind of funny. The So uh, Cece is planning this weekend with Mr. Sheffield. They're going to go up to Jean Shallots for the weekend. <laughs> and uh, that's a throwback. Do you, yeah. do you know Jean Shallot, Larry? I don't. No, oh, you didn't I know did. him. I didn't. <laughs> He was a film critic on oh, uh, Good Morning America, yeah. I think, or the Today Show, one of those shows. I'm pretty sure I Good think Morning it was America. GMA, yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. And he had a really big mustache. He was very famous. Oh, and kind hair. of a, a little bit of a fro, kind of big hair. Didn't he have mm-hmm. kind of a curly hair, too, too, I want to say? Um, well, I mean, I think he was most famous for his mustache. Yeah. But yeah, he had pretty big hair as well. Yeah. And oh, he was a gosh. big personality. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, he's kind of a, a famous critic uh, in the <laughs> <laughs> critics. And Gene Shallot. So they're going up to Gene Shallot's. I mean, I didn't know that Gene Shallot reviewed Broadway, but evidently he did. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I thought like, that was odd. Why is he involved with the Tony Awards in any capacity? <laughs> I thought he was just a film guy, but who, so who knows? I. I'm not an expert on Gene Shallot. But. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so Cece's really excited about this because she thinks that this is going to be like a great thing for their relationship and and all of this. And there's this whole thing about them in Fiji. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> I mean, I, especially the reveal, but I did like just her telling the story and Fran just getting getting her to indulge her throughout the story right. and realizing. So like, let me get this straight. You were literally the only woman on an island. He was like blackout drunk and he still wouldn't touch you? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, then you, yeah, and you have uh, her, your Fran telling uh, when when she they do the uh, the they do the rehearsal for the surprise, uh, which when they finally do the surprise, Sylvia is she doesn't she doesn't seem like she had a rehearsal. She was so lame. <laughs> like oh, oh. look, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and uh but she says ma i hope you get better with daddy and he yes. says, says i was his first what does he know <laughs> yes so we need to learn something about uh about uh, uh mr uh about fran's dad there i guess oh my gosh oh. i did just love of course um <laughs> get at the wrong door <laughs> <laughs> wait until she comes in <laughs> what are you doing yeah and and yeah this is uh, <laughs> 50 she's got brassiers older than that <laughs> <laughs> so yes uh, the so fran and cc end up getting stuck in this wine cellar mr sheffield's wine cellar and at first, you know, Fran starts screaming. She says, don't underestimate the power of these adenoids. I once had next door neighbors that moved closer, closer to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts naming all of the ice cream flavors oh <laughs> and Baskin Robbins. She's like, there's only 30. They lied. 
Why would they lie about something like that? Is 30 <laughs> like, is, so bad? Yeah, is 31 so catchy? Like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, that was like one of my favorite lines of the, of the episode. Yeah. Well, and there were a couple meta moments of oh, this yeah. episode uh, that uh, like when she's, she, they kind of point out that this is done in a bunch of sitcoms when they say that this reminds me of when Blair and Tootie got caught in Mrs. Garrett's walk-in freezer. <laughs> like, yeah, we've seen this a lot. Honestly, oh I don't remember that actually happening. I watched, I'm a fact, I, I like to call myself a fact to life kind of connoisseur. Maybe it oh, happened yeah. <laughs> the later episodes. Maybe it happened when I, when it got kind of lame and jumped the shark, but uh-huh. it did not happen in the early episodes. <laughs> Okay. Um, I, I'm not an expert, aside yeah. from knowing a, a bit about Lisa Lisa Welchel, because uh-huh. I'm a Survivor fan. Uh, Glad you're here. Yeah, Hallmark fan. She's on Hallmark. And too. Hallmark. Oh, her Hallmark movies are so bad, though. Oh man. Really? Oh, I like ah! oh man. I think that's a whole other conversation. The the heart the Hearts of Spring one is okay. The one with Antonio Cupo is. Well, other than the like twenty-year age difference between yeah, the two it's, of them. <laughs> and and yeah, I guess it's bold casting, but it's it's so weird. I, that one is terrible. <laughs> I, I I I will fight you on that one. But the All right, fine. The, the other one, I'll 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 give you. But <laughs> I haven't seen them, but I tend to agree with Rachel on this. She, well, oh. her best character will always be Blair, in my opinion. But yeah, then I wasn't a Survivor person, but that was her real yeah. life. That was her real persona. Yeah, yeah, she did pretty well. I mean, for for like typically the like older woman on Survivor has a hard time kind of getting out of the mom to everybody on the tribe role, and that's mm-hmm. a tough role to be in because because people like resent you when you actually play the game. Uh, you know when you vote them out and when you do things because it's like how could my mother do that and uh and so but she did pretty well uh and uh but but anyway that's another another conversation front <laughs> survivor uh, but uh anyway then uh the you get uh fran asking to do cc's hair and i i guess she must have had a comb in her i didn't even know she had her purse but nevertheless it's still hilarious uh, i was like not only a comb she must have had a wig because cc <laughs> went from like there's a little bit of hair to just a mountain yeah i mean the teasing was outrageous i was yeah, like you can get uh, you can no. get quite a bit of volume out of uh, when you do <laughs> that that, that yeah, you wouldn't have been able to see through it that was like rock solid <laughs> yeah. hair yeah, i mean her it hair was is not that long i feel like it was, yeah it wasn't it wasn't enough hair <laughs> yeah i mean it was clearly a wig but it, so it was funny. a funny gag i thought yes yes funny. oh yeah it was it was fun i, I actually really like mr sheffield's like nonchalant did you do something with your hair <laughs> Cici? you look different I was like, oh yeah that was funny and you have a brighton getting money from oh all of the people at the party uh that think it's his his bar mitzvah is coming and and that that's that's pretty that's kind of funny and yetta running around <laughs> and i did like the uh the joke with when they're first uh in the cellar and he, he uh she says um uh the um uh when she says that uh something about i forget i, I had to write it down she she insults uh cc 
and mm-hmm. uh, and then she just waits, waits. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If Nile's not coming down for that, then <laughs> we're doomed. <laughs> There's no hope. I I loved her story about getting trapped. Uh, what was it, Bloomingdale's for Black Friday? <laughs> just so dimples, funny. dimples everywhere, and not a one on a face. <laughs> all the naked oh, women yeah. where did you get that <laughs> yeah that was good that was uh, I, I'm kind of wondering what kind of girls does Niles like because he because her cousin is there and he and Fran tells her about I think it's her, I think her name was Sharon her cousin Sharon uh, but uh, she says that he's she's dumb as a post but she's built like a brick and now says, say no more. And we've seen him, I'm trying to think over the course of these two seasons, we've seen him was Nanny Mueller. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> we've heard him talk about, but I don't know. He has odd taste in women, I, th- I feel like. <laughs> also with Maggie, I'm just like, oh, I mean, I guess kids do do crap like that. But I'm like, why would you just like blurt out the person's name when she's like, oh, I'm trying to avoid this dweeb, whatever. Oh, I, was, I felt bad for the end. He was cute. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Maggie, you're supposed to not say that to people you don't know because yeah. of this exact thing. But, uh, you know, live and learn. Yeah. He was a little leering, though, to me. He was a little, there was a little creepy vibe to me with Irving. Oh. I have to say, I uh, before we get to actual Fran's fashion, I actually really liked what both Sylvia and Yetta were wearing. I loved that little sweater outfit that Yetta had. On. Yeah, with like the <laughs> yeah. polka dots. Yeah, I was like, that's so cute. cute. I was like, what yeah. a cute little outfit. And then I, I also thought Sylvia looked nice for her surprise yeah. party in that red dress. <laughs> she did. Yeah. It was like, really oh, they good. look great. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they upstaged the, the actual fashionista who looks okay. But uh, <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Sheffield comes back home and. Uh, they start talking about him and Cece, Cece says uh, that my therapist thinks I'm obsessed with him and Francis how much did you have to pay to find that <laughs> <laughs> oh, or what and, she calls his hair Pepe Le Pew hair yeah. oh my gosh yeah what do you guys think of the, the gray streak sexy not sexy I like it yeah yeah I do yeah, like I, I'm not happy the pew to me. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, next to Mr. Sheffield, all the guys I date are morons. And Francis, I wonder if it's because they are morons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and finally, Mr. Sheffield comes down and frees them. And, uh, <laughs> and so, and then, yeah, she's, Cece tries to to be rude about fran and so fran ends up closing the door on her but uh but they uh they get her out eventually and uh it's it's funny and uh they they also had it's funny when they have like very time specific time specific jokes on this show uh, i feel like you don't necessarily see that as much in some other shows uh, of this era but they had a clinton joke that the only mm-hmm. thing stretched more is clinton's bicycle shorts <laughs> yes and uh, uh so i thought that was that was a pretty funny one and 
and there's also a joke you know that about one of her aunts i that francis i told her if she was going to dye her hair do the mustache too Do yes yeah. oh my gosh um <laughs> I also loved Niles when CC is like, what do you think would make their weekend as she's trying to gather what to bring? And he's like, miss the train. <laughs> right. <laughs> I liked when, when she said, Maxwell and I are sharing a guest cottage. And he goes, how convenient, sir, if you want to drown yourself. Oh, yeah. You were saying that to Maxwell. That was so funny. Yeah, oh, yeah. the guest cottage right by the lake, <laughs> by the riverside yeah. or whatever, the lakeside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this season, they definitely have increased the Niles <laughs> one-liners and, and uh -huh. responses. Because yeah. I remember thinking last season, I was like, oh, they're not really using Niles much for to be that funny. There'd be an occasional one, but not as, I mean, yeah. now we're getting a lot every episode. That must have really been a hit. Yeah. must have really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so they wrote it into the second season a lot. Yeah. Which is, which is classic of a sitcom and uh, you know you saw say with how i met your mother that as soon as uh barney became kind of the the standout character all of a sudden there was way more barney jokes, <laughs> way more barney episodes same thing with big bang theory with sheldon once uh once that because it was like an ensemble show and then once he won the emmy jim parsons all of a sudden it was way more sheldon heavy than it had been in the past and uh, so that's something you see a lot on these kinds of shows so the fashion, there was only two uh, for today. <laughs> uh, there was the uh, black turtleneck, black skirt, uh, and it had like kind of little cutouts at the, the bottom. Yeah. And yeah. this uh, really strange jacket with this strange print on it. It was kind of green. And I was looking because a lot of the, the prints to me looked kind of army inspired. And so I was looking up. And I found some horrible images of 90s fashion. <laughs> but evidently, right around 94, there was like an army thing. Like that oh. was it. Yeah, is what I was reading. There yeah, was? That, I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny though, I did notice. And it was a little late though. But I remember Brighton was wearing rugby shirts. Do you remember those? Uh -huh. um, yeah. yeah. I, I had a Coke. It was earlier that I had a Coca-Cola rugby shirt. That was like the thing to wear when I was like 12, 13. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Larry. We had Coca-Cola gear. But I kept trying to look and see what is this print on her vest? It was, it was like, I thought it was words at was first. It words? I don't know. I maybe not make it out i couldn't yeah, decipher it looked it was, like homely patch made i don't know it was weird <laughs> it i wasn't was a fan really... it was, no, it i was, like it <laughs> yeah it goes into the category of really weird jackets that she's been wearing <laughs> this season and the color yeah. wasn't i mean it just nothing worked for me yeah and then to pair it with that weird like because the bottom of that skirt with those little white polka dots on the like cut out fringe thing that was going on down there mm -hmm. i was like what now, how does this jacket go with that? I don't know. I, I thought it was weird. Yeah. Did yeah. you see that article of the 25 iconic uh, fashion looks in the in the nanny? Oh, uh -huh. no. We I posted didn't. it on our Twitter. Yeah. Frankcast 14. And it was kind of interesting because some of them are ones that we, we were pretty critical of. And, they, and so it was interesting to, like the one uh, with the frayed uh, sleeves that we didn't like the weird. Oh, the Elton John one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in that uh, it was some designer I hadn't heard of before, but it was interesting to 
to see oh that one's oscar de la renta oh that was that was find out all the designers um but uh yeah some of them obviously we haven't gotten to but yeah it was was interesting well there's a reason why runway fashion isn't really daily fashion you know like both ready to wear (laughs) you know versus runway right yeah there's a reason (laughs) and so the the main part of the episode though she is in this kind of sparkly cocktail dress uh with like purple and pink and uh in yellow or gold uh uh, like splotches all around it i couldn't tell if it was actually flowers or if it was just color um but uh but i thought it was a pretty dress no it's fine yeah, I didn't mind it. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah. So that was it for her for the episode. Yeah. Because she's just in the wine cellar the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, and uh, so out of 10, how, what score would you give the wine cellar? What do you think, Larry? I would probably go with like a nine. I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. What about you, Coyne? I would say I was teetering. I'm, I'm going to go with eight and a half, but I, it's yeah. right. It's really good. I was going back and forth. Yeah. I think I will also do 8.5. It's a funny one. It's mm-hmm. definitely a memorable one for sure. Uh, all right. So then we have when you pish upon a star. <laughs> and- <laughs> such a weird title. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Um, and so we have a child star who they're trying to get in their version of Oliver for Broadway his name's Jack Walker, and uh, he is really creepy. This kid oh is my gosh. Gosh. <laughs> <He's> terrible. <laughs> it's horrible. And, oh. <laughs> and so they're trying to basically, it's like in a left up to Fran to kind of uh, to help uh, to help get him to agree. And she she ends up feeling sorry for him. And she basically tells him, "You, you should be a kid. You should be have a life." And and uh, so they actually he convinces them to uh, for, forgive their their contract. And uh, so yeah, it's a, it's an interesting episode, an interesting story. But um, overall, yeah, what did you think of it, Larry? Mm, not my favorite no again they just took him too far i think it was just like whoa like Mm -hmm. uh, what is he doing who would let this kid i don't know i smacked him upside his head i mean she does at one point but uh (laughs) yeah yeah i do think it had a lot of funny lines i think this episode did there's fun moments uh yeah i do have actually quite a bit of funny lines too but uh, he was just too much like if he if they had just toned him down a little bit i think it would have been really fun mm-hmm. and instead it was kind of like oh this kid is just too much yeah and there were some meta moments in this episode with a this lot. whole show royal flush mm-hmm. uh which is ba- was basically the nanny and that was kind of funny i i mean i like those kind of meta moments but what did you think colleen of this one I didn't love it. Um, I thought the kid was over the top. And I also feel like they took all of the worst things you hear about child stars and put them into one yeah. one character. And so, I mean, true. they even mentioned Dana Plato, which, you know, that's, it, that joke was at the time, you know, probably fine. But now you go back and you're like, Ugh. you know, it's really not, yeah. not it's poor taste um yeah they like said that. that better keep ego in check otherwise you'll be knocking over video stores with dana flato yeah and you know she 
she had a sad life yeah. so yeah, it's kind and, of <laughs> and she had a tragic end so it's yeah. like oh now that it, you know obviously that was before that happened but it was like Ugh, you know mm-hmm. but what else one thing i want to bring up that i noticed you know how he said he was basically suing his parents um, mm-hmm. That made me think of a story, a movie I saw with Drew Barrymore. You ever seen Irreconcilable Differences? Yes. I don't. I've like seen it. it? Uh, yeah. Well, it I, was it's very, been so long yeah. since I've watched it, but <laughs> it was an early '80s movie with Ryan O'Neill and Shelley Long. Yeah. Yeah. And she, Drew Barrymore was their daughter, and they were they were just a mess. So she was divorcing them, and I thought of that for some reason yeah. when he was saying he was suing his parents. Yeah, I mean, but, pretty much when he pinches Fran, that alone is just so not 2020. It's really hard to uh, to be in that mindset where something like that's kind of like, oh, you know, uh, boys will be boys kind of an attitude yeah. of, that I think that was probably more in the 90s because uh, you just don't do stuff like that anymore and i was like oh my gosh yeah i mean i was like oh i'm glad she smacked him upside the head right <laughs> when he was like sorry it's a reflex and she's like yeah, i'm sorry so is this um yeah mm-hmm. and then i was also glad that was one of my favorite lines is when um maggie tells him you know like oh unless you twist off your head and put on Jason Priestley's I'm not interested but mm-hmm. I loved Fran <laughs> look at how she cuts him off right at the knees from a lump of clay that was one of my favorite lines from her <laughs> yeah well and we this this episode also gets bonus points for me because we've got a kiss in this episode <laughs> yeah that was probably the best part <laughs> yes oh my gosh because uh so she's one the boy over he's gonna do he's gonna sign the contract or whatever and uh and mr sheffield says i i'm so grateful i could kiss you and and then he does and it's so great they just have such great chemistry i love it so much <laughs> <laughs> they do yeah They're pretty awesome uh and so it gets a bump it gets a bump for that kiss it's like, gonna get as big of a bump as no, last time no but that because that kiss <laughs> was so good yeah. um but this it's it, it's like a different kind of kiss because the uh the the first kiss well they they've actually now kissed three times because there's the very short kiss uh, after she gives the good review at the play from mm-hmm. season one and then then there's the, the rehearsal kiss and the rehearsal kiss is like long and and great and then this is more like forceful and short but great and uh but i i just i love that kiss it was so good <laughs> i just love them so much uh that uh i wish we could get even more but i understand they have to space it out <laughs> because they're they've got a show to to do that reminded me that i did love in the last episode <laughs> when Fran tells Cece she's seen him naked. Oh, right. Cece just spits out. Her reaction was so good. I was like, oh my gosh. That was good. Yeah, and I like their little argument here where they're uh, they're like, uh, well, I'm not not taking the limo. Oh, yes, you are. Slave driver. Like, that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, you'll see it next in the next episode, but she does talk about uh wearing animal prints 
and uh, but it being fake in this episode and then we see it come up in the next episode and uh, I, I I thought that she looked really beautiful and we'll talk about the fashion but uh, her mm-hmm. when she takes him to the fancy restaurant her hair was huge probably <laughs> one of the biggest hair we've seen from her yeah. I thought yeah I thought she looked great. Oh, that's where we got our Bob Barker cameo. Yes. I know. I love yeah. that. The, the Bob Barker at dinner. And uh, said, do you think, she said, do you think Einstein listened to his nanny when he said, put down the books and comb your hair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was funny, I thought. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, because he's now, he's, she's trying to whine and dine him to try to convince him to to not get out of his contract <laughs> but uh but then uh, she's she's he's gonna uh quit showbiz and cc i could kill you <laughs> oh my gosh that was a right moment she uh-huh. doesn't have a key to the house does she <laughs> just like the line delivery i thought was so good uh, uh-huh. on that line yeah and uh and you have throughout the course of this episode you have niles getting a hundred dollar tips from jack and so he's real excited about that and he says for breakfast he gave me a hundred dollars for my birthday and you gave me a comb uh, <laughs> yeah for oh breakfast gosh. he gave me a hundred dollars for bur- my birthday you gave me a comb <laughs> oh i loved when cc was trying to convince mr sheffield to hire this kid and she's just like oh it'll be a box office hit i'll bet my reputation on it and niall says sorry there's a five dollar minimum yeah and there was <laughs> and yeah. there was a really good cats joke in this you know that uh, oh. don't give it as much thought as when you turn down cats <laughs> what's the statute of limitations on that mistake i would say now and forever <laughs> that's funny <laughs> Uh, there was also speaking of relevant jokes when after fran convinces him not to do the play uh by well she's kind of attacking him to be like kid you're a loser you have no friends <laughs> stop being a jerk to everybody and that's when he does the whole oh you know i want to be a kid and Cece's like, we leave you in the room with the with the kid for like five minutes, and he's ready to quit show business. And Niall says, if only we could get her in a room with Tori Spelling. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's still relevant. I mean, that's still going on. <laughs> <laughs> timeless joke there. That is timeless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so and then it turns out that the uh, the kid was tricking them all along, and uh, and he really just wanted to be able to get uh, out of his deal with the Broadway contract so that he could be get his eighty five million or whatever to be on Royal Flush, and uh, so they were they were had, but I mean I do think that you see that uh, Fran is always the the she's the one she's like the moral compass of the show she's the the one who you know keeps mr sheffield from being selfish and greedy and (laughs) everything like that uh and so she certainly is that role here and uh and as much as it drives cc crazy um but uh and you and uh you have uh bob barker at the uh end with uh you'll see you see chester 
The first time in a while. (laughs) I realized, I was like, we didn't see Chester when she went over to Cece's house pretending to be her. You're right. I was like, where was Chester? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that was a fun little joke about neutering him and he runs out the door. (laughs) I actually looked up because I was curious, Bob Barker, I was wondering where they filmed the nanny because Bob Barker and Price is Right used to film it still films with drew carey at cbs yeah. television and i was wondering like where do they film but they filmed it a different on another side of town oh because oh. i'm like you know you could just pop over to right. the, yeah. it's easy that's an easy mm-hmm. cameo jump lots yeah <laughs> yeah uh so then i we have as far as fashion for this episode we have an orange shirt with this like green splotchy suit that's why i was thinking it was was an army but it was more just like sort of splotchy um and then there was a matching skirt she's been doing all these little suit ensemble things lately when it was almost that one i also was kind of like this is like patchworky i don't know it looks like yeah i thought it was hideous uh, it was really—I mean, it was really ugly, and I don't understand how it went with that shiny orange shirt. She wore that shiny orange shirt a lot, actually. There was a lot of orange in yeah. the, well, and this she episode even, and the boots. next episode. The long boots. She's she wears a bunch. Yeah, uh, and she, she had an orange boots. dress on in the first part. It was like a like a burnt yeah. orange. Yeah, it was. Like yeah, a it was a, that orange. was better than bright. That was at least a little bit better than the bright orange. Yeah, yeah. I strived as red orange ombre dress with black yeah, tights and the fine. black boots she that loves those bad. black boots yeah yeah that one was good the and the orange shirt could be good she just pairs it really strange like <laughs> yeah. everything she puts that orange shiny shirt with is just like whoa what yeah, yeah. but i think fran must have really loved those black boots oh yeah she wears them a lot <laughs> and uh <laughs> Uh, and uh, then she has black turtleneck with stripes at the top and then this black leather jacket that had a white leopard lining mm-hmm. uh, with uh, a, then the skirt it was half white leopard with half um, l- uh, leather and she had on the, the boots and I, I thought that was a pretty slick outfit that looked yeah. nice I thought yeah I like that one I like that yeah and then she had a green cheetah print strapless dress that was the one at the um at the fancy restaurant mm-hmm. and i thought she looked great in that dress mm-hmm. yeah i thought it looked Agreed. really good Agreed. i don't know what designer that dress was but it it was very pretty um and then uh, then she had black pants a yellow um shirt with a vest that had animals on it it was a weird vest <laughs> It was another one of those prints where I was like, what is that? And they look like, literally, they look like those patches you just iron on. I don't know. They're fuzzy. (laughs) I I don't, anytime she has those type of little coats or little vests on, I just hate it. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, with the weird prints. It's so weird. They're They're kind of bulky. They're like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Like a Girl Scout patch or boy scout patch. <laughs> yeah, she got her animal badge this time around. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have a hard time figuring out what score I want to give this one. But what about you, uh, Larry? Um, I'll probably go like six on this one. What about you, Corey? Um, I was originally thinking of five. The kiss didn't even do enough to bring it up. Sorry, Rachel. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with five. <laughs> what kind of romantic are you? 
Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm, I, I think there are <laughs> enough funny lines. I agree with the kid is creepy, uh, but I love the kiss and I think it had enough funny lines to make me laugh. Uh, so I'm going to give it a seven. Oh. It gets the, the one point up from what Larry gave it. So five, six, <laughs> We're seven, one point away from each other across that's the right. board. That's kind of cool. That doesn't happen that often. That's yeah. kind of cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Then we have Take Back Your Mink. And so this is a pretty funny episode, I thought, with mm-hmm. the with Fran inheriting her uh, Aunt Mima's mink coat and she like we've seen in the previous episode that she is for animal rights and she's uh despite not being a vegetarian and that's kind of a joke you know that oh let me have some tongue (laughs) (laughs) and so that this becomes a fight between her and her mother because she feels like this is very you know rude of fran to do uh for her to refuse the coat but she's trying to be a good example to maggie like i said she's the moral center of the show so uh she's not going to take this coat uh even though i i that uh you know sylvie is like they're rodents <laughs> if they were in the if they were in the attic you'd want them you call an exterminator you'd be the first yeah. one to, to yeah. call the exterminator yeah uh, yeah i mean and, and this is you wouldn't have this episode now it wouldn't even be i think it's so uh yeah. it's so taboo at this point to wear for mm-hmm. yeah even uh even for her to just try it on i feel like is so it's just so taboo mm-hmm. and now i mean i think it already was starting to be that way but i don't think you'd have it now but i liked the whole dynamic of her and sylvia not talking i thought that was funny yeah I just, uh, you know me, get get a nice dose of Sylvia, and I'm usually on board. <laughs> I thought she was a lot of fun in this episode, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed her. Well, and Maggie is 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 a Mrs. Activist, right? Yes. She wants to go to the 24-hour poetry, <laughs> Save the Earth poetry reading. And Mr. Sheffield's like, nope, nope nope won't do it and i i, I agree with uh, mr sheffield on this like, yeah i mean no, I, <laughs> yeah. I, as soon as i was like fran like as soon as i heard what it was she was like oh honey forget about it <laughs> like, what right no you can go to a protest or you could you know do your activism but you're not staying 24 like overnight no in the park with your little boyfriend no it's not happening right i agree yeah and uh yeah and you know maggie doesn't uh just doesn't doesn't understand uh and thinks uh her dad is the worst but (laughs) and i and she tries to take fran's uh fran's hairspray from her and she's like do you think i got this volume naturally (laughs) i also talk about a sign of the time that she's oogling the mel gibson oh my gosh i know uh... it's like cringing and so yeah so she uh she is at this funeral for her aunt and (laughs) uh and uh yetta says when my time comes i don't want an open casket i don't trust anyone to put on my makeup but me she's like dousing on this lipstick (laughs) she's just like going over like over and over her lip and uh and you also the uh her, i think that's her cousin sharon 
is there and mm-hmm. uh she says when we've met before yeah and she mm-hmm. says that oh you know well, your daughter turned out well and sylvie says what well my daughter's a maid <laughs> yes <laughs> nanny <mom. laughs> yeah. just like oh yeah I, I thought that was a really good line you also I have yeah, love the yeah. gag of them going into the kitchen because it's just this, like, oh yeah that was funny. open door <laughs> every time they're like going to the kitchen to talk and it's just like okay <laughs> Yeah, and they get close uh, right up to the door yeah. to hear. Uh, <laughs> I also liked Yetta when she says she slept with it more than she slept with Oscar. And <laughs> Mina says, says, Mina's husband name was Louie. Where are you not following? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they read the, the will and I <laughs> uh, and Fran refuses the coat, and that's what got, gets this this conflict. And she says, "I I have a, a an impressionable teen that I am responsible for." And I thought that was actually pretty sweet that Fran, uh, you know, that she, I don't know, just see her expressing that she's she needs to be a good example to to Maggie was kind of sweet. And oh my gosh i just there were so many good lines though in there as the the one you just talked about with yetta and she's just like oh i guess it wasn't the mortician who put that smile on her face like yeah (laughs) Yeah. or with her mom her mom getting all worked out she's like you're schmaltzing already you're gonna slide off the plastic Or um, where she's talking about wearing a, uh, or talking about what she's wearing or whatever. And Fran tells Sylvia, that didn't stop you from wearing a tube top to Temple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that made me cringe. I was, I was like, like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> uh, you also have Gracie has uh, hamsters and oh. <laughs> he's named them Fran and Mr. Sheffield which was kind of funny and she says oh that that uh fran is pregnant and they're kind of horrified at the dinner table uh, at the breakfast table and she <laughs> says me pregnant it's 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 impossible well not impossible oh yeah impossible it's impossible <laughs> and that, that was, was another funny. one uh, i mean she i guess Cece had a lot of like spit take reactions. <laughs> Again, I died. I mean, it was just the perfect reaction from Cece. And she like sprayed all the way to Matt or little uh, Maggie, not Maggie, uh, Gracie, Gracie. Yeah, all the way across the table. <laughs> and even Gracie's like reaction. I, I mean, I thought it was really funny. I was like, oh my gosh. I did also love Sylvia. <laughs> listening to gracie and she turns to niles and says she's she's raising vermin (laughs) she's collecting vermin (laughs) like just like what in the world (laughs) actually i kind of love every time she like amuses the kids particularly gracie i feel like she doesn't do it as much with the other two but gracie Mm -hmm. will come up and do something and then sylvia will turn around and be like what is wrong with her what is going on well, it was also funny to find out that uh, that uh, Mr. Sheffield reminds her of Dave from Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> I did love, I loved their coup to to get 
Cece to attend the dinner. I'm like, oh, she loves you. And by the way, we have to get the <laughs> name of the person who does your nails because Sylvia just has been dying to know. So Cece coming in like, hey, Sylves. <laughs> <laughs> But I love to the end when Cece tries to come back up on her after they've made up. And Sylvia's just, it's over, God. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> I, was, I was using you to make my daughter jealous, God. <laughs> just, I was like, oh my gosh. Well, and uh, and she says, the coat symbolizes the struggles of our family. And, <laughs> and then she sells it to, C- to Cece for 10K uh, <laughs> uh, right there. And... Uh, yeah, people have an heirloom fur coat. I don't even I don't even know if you can sell it these days. I it's just so taboo at this point. You no, know, there's there's definite rules of like um age, I think, right? Like you have to be able to prove certain things are Mm. like those tusks that I mean obviously nobody just has tusks but oh um, right I see what you're saying yeah if you if you have like um ivory I I think the the deal is if you can prove it's like so old it's okay but obviously anything new that's made out of ivory is not really prohibited here anymore and I think again the fur coat even if you're allowed to wear it or try to sell it the shame will come (laughs) I was gonna you say will be shamed. you would never be able to get away with it anywhere, pretty much anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Neither can I. Well, especially I, now with such good imitation. I don't know. It's like, come on. But <laughs> right, yeah. And so then you also have a. They had a funny joke. I thought where. I forget what it is that Maggie's asking uh, Niles to do, but he says, my pleasure, Miss Margaret. I've always wanted yes. to know what a hernia felt like. Yeah, oh, because she's to, plas- or to glass. He's yeah. like, thanks for not getting plastic and getting the glass. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was good. And also, you have them watching Days of Our Lives, and they say it hasn't been the same since Shane left. and uh he says mr sheffield says uh he auditioned for me once with that phony british accent (laughs) so that was another meta moment which was pretty funny because that that was was a funny moment because i was like what is he doing over there like why is he because that was in sylvia's living room yeah i was like what's he doing there (laughs) uh because you know that obviously was his character and people would uh i guess write in and say that his accent sounded phony when when uh daniel davies his accent was actually the fake one and uh and uh charles shaughnessy's accent was actually real and uh so that that's funny and uh you also have Fran singing sunrise sunset which is always hilarious whenever there's a my fair lady i mean uh, a fiddler on the roof joke uh on the show that always makes me laugh so I did not know that Ann Gilbert was on the Dick Van Dyke show because I'm clueless. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's I right. There was that too. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I had to look it up. I looked it up and then I looked up real quick. Her daughter, Ann Gilbert's daughter, used to be on the Lizzie McGuire show. Oh, really? Oh. As her mother. So I'm like, whoa, that's a weird kind of thing. <laughs> that is. You that's funny. you learn when you Wikipedia people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Take you down this dark black hole of like knowledge of useless knowledge. yeah i know 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I and have way left. too much of that in my head. I forgot what they were talking about and Niles was getting ready to jab Cece and Mr. Sheffield was like, Niles, don't. And he's like, oh, sir, you just know how I feel about her eating inside the house. <laughs> I laughed a lot at that one too. Yeah, that I, I wish I could remember the setup of like what it was, but I just, I have the line. Yeah. He does say at one point two, usually I have to tug at her leash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Very good I usually have to touch, touch gender leash to get her out. Yeah. So I don't know. This one was pretty funny. The uh the fashion, we had a yellow shirt with an army print skirt. Like I said, there was a lot of sort of army-ish to me. Like a scratch. Uh, like it almost I, I don't know. It looked yeah, like kind of like a scratchy pattern. It, yeah, it was really different. Yeah. And then she had uh a the this this was the outfit that they said was kind of uh understated or whatever like cc comments about it black dress black jacket black nylons black boots uh was her understated look and uh and then she is in a pink dress with a yellow stripe and black long sleeve top with black tights and and then she wears the mink coat uh and then there's she has the white robe with the puffy sleeves we've seen a uh, puffy flowers that we've seen and then she has the orange shirt the famous orange shirt with the <laughs> uh, vest with red and like purple and green flowers and then this red leather skirt and purple tights and this was oh. i think the the stinker of the whole of all three of these this was such an ugly outfit <laughs> rachel was mortified watching live <laughs> Yes, this is the one that I shared with the group, uh, our group chat, because I was just oh. so, I thought this was so <laughs> ugly. Like, what? <laughs> Especially the tights, the purple tights. Oh, oh my God. It was the worst. I've never, I can't think of a time I've worn red and purple together ever. Like, no. I mean, they might be in the same print, but really? I mean, that was too much. Yeah, these, these, mm. and these flowers and a vest and orange shirt. It was, so ugly. That horrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one to ten. What did you think of this one, Larry? I give this one a seven point five. Okay. What about you, Colleen? I'm gonna go with that. I think that's fair. Seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with you guys. We'll all do seven and a half. So there we go. <laughs> Let us know what you think of these three episodes. If you're listening, uh, what rating you would give them. And uh, we'll look forward to next week uh, to three more episodes, getting more into to now we're in the second half of uh, season two. So that'll be really fun. And uh, so Larry, where can people find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, as well as YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And Colleen? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Lily44094. And our Francast Instagram is Francast1993. Great. And yeah, you can follow the podcast at Francast14 on Twitter as well. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. So please check that all out. And uh, make sure you're following the Homeworkies podcast uh, all over social media and, uh, and on their podcast as well and thanks so much you guys this was really fun and yeah we'll look forward to next week
Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.